everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about why your diet sucks. What? Yep, I said it. So, <laughs> so let's. I want to talk about diets in general and why we want to move away from thinking we're on a diet and move towards this is just how you eat. This is how I eat. These are the foods I like eating. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how it works, right? So why did I pick this topic? Let's talk about that. So I have a personal training studio and uh, we've had that for 10 years. And um, for many, many of those years, I was a nutrition coach and I coached many, many people on nutrition and just getting them to the, to the result that they wanted through healthy eating. And uh, now we have a fabulous nutrition coach and I work very closely with her to get our clients results. Um, so I basically look over all her notes and look up everything and we, we collaborate on like, okay, let's do this, let's do that. Um, and I help people in my Facebook group every once in a while I get a question and people ask about like, okay, what's the healthiest thing and, and all that. And what I notice is that many people, uh, pick a diet, right? You know, we, we hear, you know, the keto, we hear paleo, we hear whole 30, we hear the mind diet. We have Mediterranean. There's all these things, right? Bodybuilding diet, like the typical bodybuilder diet. We heard all these things and we do it. Um, and we stick to it for whatever, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And then what happens is people, they think of it as a diet, right? Um, and a diet is by definition is what you're eating. So you can have a diet of fast food, right? You can have a diet of pizza. You can have a diet of like the most unhealthiest thing, but what, but it just means that is what you're eating. However, the word has come to mean something different to many of us. It means that when you're dieting, you're being restrictive. You're, you're on a specific plan you're on a, you're on a, uh, basically you're doing something for for, for results as opposed to just eating. Right. But when you look up, what is your diet? It just means, how do you eat? So I want the, the, what I'm trying to get with this podcast is getting people to, to get past this. Okay. Dieting means something negative. It's almost become negative because of we do the yo-yo diets. We do a diet. We get the results that we, we want. We were like super happy, but because we felt it was so restrictive, we're like, I can't wait to go back to eating how I wanted to eat, or I can't wait to have pizza again and ice cream and, and not have to cut that out. Uh, and then, you know, we do that for a little bit and we're like, oh, my weight's going back up or I'm not, I'm feeling sluggish or I'm not getting the results that I want to get. So you got to go back on a diet, right? Right. That's the word we use. We say, I got to go back on a diet, but you were already on a diet, right? You were already, whenever you're eating, you're, you're on a diet. That's your, that's what you're eating. So we do this yo-yo back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we have this negative um, association with dieting and eating and with eating healthy, right? We ha- we get this thing of like, oh, I don't even want to talk about it, right? I don't even want to think about wor- worrying about my food. I just want to eat. And what I want to talk about in this podcast is actually learning to change how you eat and let that be your forever diet, right? And not make it so restrictive and not make it so that you're doing this back and forth and you're basically listening to your body 
and you're still able to enjoy things. You're still able to to have the foods that that are nostalgic and that you grew up eating and that you have you have these and they're 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 intertwined into your diet, but overall you have a healthier diet, right? And how do you do that? Is basically getting to the point where you have your you're doing intuitive eating. So a lot of people um, want to do something restrictive because we want to get the results fast, right? That's that's the society we live in. Are we want to get this you know quick fix? We we just want to drop the weight and get it. And I get it. I'm not saying not to do that. I'm not saying that doesn't work. It, it does. There's people obviously all over the place that that works very well. Myself right now, I'm doing 75 hard and it is, I can't have cheat meals and I can't have alcohol. And that's not something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. However, with the diet that I picked, the diet that I picked was something that I can do. I don't feel super restrictive. I don't feel that I'm eating something that I, I can't wait to get off of. So, and I feel like that is super important when you're picking something, when you're picking a diet, pick something, um, and you, and be, use the restrictions that you need in the beginning to just get the results. Like sometimes we need to get results fast and that gets us motivated. I get it. But then you want to go towards more, okay, I need to change some things. If you're eating fast food all the time, if you're eating, if you're having a lot of alcohol, and I'm not talking about like, uh, like you have a drinking problem with alcohol. I'm just saying like, like you just you're having more than is is that more too much that it it hinders your results, right? Like maybe you're having a glass or two a night, and it's making you sluggish, and it's affecting your workouts, and it's just it's just not condu- conducive to your results, right? That's having too much, right? Uh, so you're you're doing that, and you want to figure out like, okay, where where can I find this happy balance between I'm getting results, I got the results, I did the a little bit restrictive. Now I want to slowly start adding things into my diet, but still going towards a healthier lifestyle. And in order to do that, we have to break past this thing that you can you can eat pizza and fast food and all these things on a day-to-day basis and still be healthy. I'm sorry you can't. <laughs> right? It's just, it's just not, of course, we all know that that one person that eats whatever the hell they want and they stay skinny. Most of us are not that person. Okay. So let's just throw that out. People always want to bring that up. They're like, oh, my friend, she doesn't. Okay. You're not your friend, right? You're not that person. We need to be a little bit more um, cognizant of what we're, we're eating and putting in our body. And I had you consider that that person that's doing that, they may look they may look a certain way, but inside their longevity may not be what you want it to be because they're not feeding their body what it needs to, the, the food that it needs to thrive, right? All right, so let's, let's move off of that. So intuitive eating, I want to go back to that. That is basically listening to your body. It's saying, okay, when am I hungry? When am I actually hungry? Like when I actually feel the hunger, in my stomach, like the way that feels, right? And not eating emotionally, right? Because when we get on these diets, when like the 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 actual diet, like, okay, I'm doing a restrictive diet, it's basically telling us when we should be eating, right? We should, maybe you're on a diet and it's three meals a day, or maybe you're on a diet that's six meals, or maybe you're doing intermittent fasting, whatever, right? When do, are you actually, what you wanna think, okay, are you listening to your body? Are you eating at points when you're not hungry? Or are you wanting to eat because you're e- eating emotion, you're eating your through your emotions, right? 
So one of the first things to do for intuitive eating is paying attention to how you actually feel. So I, for example, I don't eat breakfast in the morning. And I know that blows people's minds when people ask me what I eat for breakfast. Most times I don't eat breakfast because I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'm, I'm legit not hungry. I wake up, I drink a bunch of water, I do a workout, um, I come back and I, you know, depend, I get ready, depending on what else, like sometimes I have to go straight into a, a meeting or something. But most times I don't actually eat until like 11 or 12 o'clock because I'm legit not hungry. Um, and on the days there are, every once in a while, I'm like ravenous at like nine. And guess what? I eat. I eat because my body's saying you're hungry, right? But on the other mornings, my body's not hungry. I drink a glass of, tea, I, I drink a glass of herbal tea and I'm good. I'm great. I'm, I'm, and, and, and I don't actually go until my stomach is like, oh, okay, we're actually, we're, we're a little hungry. And then going on from there, I have snacks throughout the day. So, but again, it's only when I start feeling when my body tells me, okay, you're hungry. Because I found that what I have done, and I've done everything under the sun. I've done keto. I've done all these different things. And what I find is that I'm, I get out of sync with my body. I get out of sync and yeah, I may get results, but I don't feel in sync with my body. And I feel, um, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, I feel like I'm not listening to what I should be doing. I'm like, I don't even want this right now, but I have to have it because it's on the plan that I want. And it, it feels very much like, when is this over? Right? And I don't like that. I don't like that feeling because I love food. <laughs> I absolutely love, love, love eating. And I love food. I love the taste of it. I love just everything about it. I love cooking. So for me to not feel like I'm enjoying something, is very out of sync with my, my personality and just being happier, right? I'm all about happiness and health. So when I feel like I'm not enjoying something that I literally have to do to survive, like you have to eat, right? You have to eat to, to survive and you have to eat well to thrive. Why am I doing that? So I started um, getting to this point where I don't eat breakfast and and it was funny when I when I was doing the diet with uh, for girl, the Goldberg Clinic to heal my skin. I told the doctor straight up, I was like, I don't eat breakfast, and he's like, That's fine. He and you know most doctors be like, No, you have to eat breakfast. He was like, No, if you're not hungry, don't eat. And he's like, Just eat when you're hungry. And I'm like, Thank you, exactly. Uh, so another thing with intuitive eating is making sure that you're getting the foods that actually make you feel better. So. One thing I love is that when I eat, I actually feel energized after it, right? How many times have you eaten a meal, you go to lunch and you feel tired and you get that, we, we, it's literally a name, I don't even know what the heck it's called, but you know, after you get like that lunch time drag and you get that 3, 3 p.m. dip because we feel like, oh, I had a big lunch, so now I'm tired, right? Like what, does that even make sense? Let's think about this. You're giving your body fuel, right? Like it's your body's like, hey, we need energy. We need fuel. You give your body it, right? And now you feel tired and it's become the norm. We think that that's normal. Like, oh, like, you know, and I get like Thanksgiving. We all like gorge ourselves. Yeah, you're going to feel tired when you eat that many, that much, that, that much turkey and carbs in one sitting and pie and all that. You're obviously going to feel a little tired, but that shouldn't be the norm. You should eat and be like, all right, I'm ready to hit it. I'm ready. Like I'm super focused now. So if you're not feeling that after your meal, pay attention to what you're eating. 
what are you eating in that meal that's making you feel dragged down? What like maybe you're, you're that doesn't agree with you. Maybe you shouldn't have that during the day. So for example, for me, I love oatmeal, like love it. I love like the creaminess of it and how you can make like apple cinnamon oatmeal and you can make like blueberry oatmeal, like love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But I figured out that when I have oatmeal, because oatmeal is a breakfast food, um, when I stopped eating breakfast, so I don't typically, I don't have it. But when I do have it, it makes me tired. Like, like it makes me feel like I took a sleeping pill tired. <laughs> And it's a very comforting food, but it's it, there's something about oatmeal that makes me tired. So what did that mean for me? It means I can't have oatmeal a lot because I don't want to eat oatmeal and be tired. I want to eat and, and go about my day. So I can't have it. I have it probably probably like once or twice a month. And when I do have it, I have it for dinner. I have it for dinner when I'm chilling in my house and I'm about to watch a movie or read a book or something and it's okay that I feel tired. That's when I use it because I noticed I was I was paying attention to how my body felt and was like, I can't have this, right? Another thing with in listening to your body is people ask me, what diet do I pick? I eat mostly plant-based um, and the reason is because I don't like the way I feel when I eat meat at every meal. And I'm not going to get into like protein and all that because that's a whole different topic. I feel better. I feel like my energy is through the roof. My uh, my strength is on point and I have not lost strength from eating mostly uh, vegan, vegetarian meals. I still eat meat. I eat it about, I would say, four to five times, like four to five, four to five meals a week. And I do it based on how my body feels. Right. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want some salmon or I really want shrimp or chicken or something. And other times I'm like, I just want like, you know, a big salad or and I just really listen to my body. Right. And when you do this, you don't feel that you're dieting. You don't feel like you have a negative relationship with food. And it's and it's it can be a slower process. Right. It can be slower because um, besides right now, because I'm doing the 75 hard. When I want a cookie, what I do is I make, I, I use Simple Mills is a brand that I absolutely love there. If you haven't looked into them, they're fantastic. Their, their, their whole basis is that they use very little ingredients. So that's why they're called Simple Mills. So it's very, very clean, right? They're like, you can read, like actually know what every single ingredient. They, they have pre-made cookies and then they have uh, ones that you can make. I love the ones that you can make because they, you can add stuff to it and it's just, they taste so delicious. So when, when I'm not doing 75 hard, I, um, I get those and I make them and I typically eat a couple and then I give them away. <laughs> I give away the rest of them. I bring them to my gym. My husband uh, eats them. Um, but that's, I let myself have that because I don't want to feel like I'm doing something that I can't have a cookie ever. Right, like obviously I'm doing a challenge right now, but it's two and a half months. That's a drop in the bucket. I'm I'm okay with not having a cookie for two and a half months. But overall, I want a diet that allows me to have a cookie, but still I can get results and feel like I'm thriving and that I'm happy with my health. Right. So you want to think of like, but think about it. I don't. I never have like Chips Ahoy cookies. I never have Oreos because I I just can't at this point in my life. Those one the the sugar, I have gotten to the point where if I have one of those, the sugar in them tastes gross to me. That artificial like it just tastes so sweet 
and just knowing like the corn syrup and, and the dyes and all the things that are in those, it's just unappetizing to me. And you may be at a point where you're like, are you freaking kidding me? An Oreo with milk is like the best thing on the face of this planet. And listen, I was there. Oreos were my jam. Let me tell you what I used to do when I came home from school, <laughs> even in, in college too. I'm not talking about as a kid. I'm talking about in college and after college until I got into health and until I got into like eating well. I would love to get ice cream. And it was usually like uh, the Ben and Jerry's, like some kind of crazy, you know how they have all those different things. And I would take Chips Ahoy cookies and I would make ice cream sandwiches with them and I would put them in the freezer for about 15, 20 minutes. And then I would roll them in whatever like chips or coconut like the coconut shavings, but the ones with sugar that are coated with sugar, uh, sprinkles, something. And I would eat those until I couldn't eat anymore. Like I, it wasn't like I would just have like one or two to satisfy that craving. No, I would gorge myself on these until I couldn't eat anymore. Uh, same thing with Oreos. I loved Oreos and I would dunk them in and I would, oh, just drink the milk. And it was just fantastic. Like I loved it. So trust me when I say you can get to a point where you don't like those things. I cannot eat that right now. Like the thought right right now like churns my stomach. I can't. But I still eat other things, right? So it's just about elevating. As you're doing this intuitive eating and you're listening to your body, you're listening to when you're actually hungry, when you're actually thirsty, because sometimes we're just thirsty, when you're eating because you're going, you're eating your feelings, right? I never... Ne- and, okay, I shouldn't say never. That's not true. I <laughs> I try my absolute damnedest to not eat my emotions because when I do, I tend to eat foods that don't serve me and don't bring me joy and don't um, don't bring my body joy in terms of of thriving and having energy. And when you do that, you start noticing like, am I eating because I had a bad day or am I eating because I'm actually hungry, right? Um, so you definitely want to start paying attention to that. That's part of the intuitive eating. And you, when you start doing this, when you start eating when you're actually hungry and not forcing yourself to eat because you think you have to, right? It's time to eat, right? Like people say that all the time. I I eat actually pretty late because, so this is my schedule and I'm not telling you to follow this at all. I actually don't think you should follow it. I think you should follow what your body's telling you. <laughs> So I don't eat breakfast. I eat around 11, 12. I may have a snack at like three, three, four, maybe. Um, I typically eat dinner at like eight or nine. I know that sounds late, but that's, that's when, that's when my body says, let's eat dinner. Uh, so I may have a snack at like five or six. And sometimes, some days I have three snacks. Some days I have two snacks. Some days I have zero snacks. Like yesterday I had zero snacks. I had pasta for lunch. Uh, I love I brown rice pasta. I made like a sauce with um, with uh, um, almond milk. I know it sounds kind of gross, but almond milk and, <laughs> and nutritional yeast and sea salt. It sounds weird, but let me tell you, it's delicious. And I put a bunch of kale in there and I was satisfied. I was fine until I actually had dinner. I didn't have any anything in between. And I was actually waiting for myself because I was like, oh, I haven't had a snack yet, but I didn't feel like I needed one. So I didn't eat one. I drank a bunch of water and I was fine. And for dinner, I had a uh, I had chicken thighs and with a whole avocado and a cauliflower mash. Um, and and I was fine. And I, I had a whole avocado, right? So, and I know some people are on diets where you can't even do that. 
right? To me, I love avocado. I don't want to be on anything that I have to not have avocado. <laughs> like that breaks my heart and I can have the whole thing. But that's all I ate yesterday and I was fine. I got so much stuff done. I was all running all over the place. My energy was fine, but that was yesterday, right? Today's a whole different day. As I'm shooting this podcast, I can feel that I'm starting to get hungry. So I'm like, I'm going to eat after this, right? Um, and and I'm going to eat whatever calls to me. I'm Right now, I'm thinking I'm going to have probably just a vegetarian, not going to have any meat meal because I don't want, I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm probably just going to have like tomatoes. I don't know. I'm going to look in my kitchen and see what I got. So you want to definitely listen to your body um, and figure out, are you actually hungry in the morning? Do you feel like that? that the carbs that you're having in the morning, does it make you feel sluggish? Maybe you need to not have as many carbs in the morning and have them at night, right? Like, or maybe you're somebody like, I had pasta yesterday. I had brown rice pasta and I didn't feel that it it affected my energy, but maybe it affects your energy. Are you having pasta or rice or carbs or some kind of like a starchy carb during the day and you feel sluggish? Maybe you need to switch it or switch the, the carb source, switch what you're eating and have, maybe you have your carbs at night right? Maybe you're somebody that has, that you just need to have like a lots of fats and, and, and proteins, um, and veggies during the day. And that's going to sustain you and you'll be good. And then maybe you have your, your rice and your pasta and your, uh, like sweet potatoes and potatoes at night. Or maybe you find that rice makes you sluggish or pasta makes you sluggish, but a sweet potato during the day doesn't. So you just want to start playing around with these things and really tune into your body, really pay attention because the last thing you want is to hate eating is to, because you feel like you're always on a diet. Um, I see a pattern with people all the time. They're like, you know what? I just need to take a break from worrying about my food or about, you know, worrying about that. And like, you're still eating right? There's never a time when you're not eating unless you're doing a fast, which you know, you're, those don't last long. They shouldn't last too long. You're going to be eating. So to not worry about it or to, I'm not saying you should worry about it, but it's always there. It's something that you're going to be doing anyway. So it's just about making these slow changes, right? If you're somebody that absolutely needs to have pasta, look at your pasta. Like the, the brown rice pasta I had, I can tell you because I've done it they know now, <laughs> but I've done it every year. I make mac and cheese for my family for Thanksgiving. It's like everybody requests it, and um, it's like the it's like the best thing in the world, right? Uh, I make it gluten free every freaking year, and for years, they nobody knew. Nobody knew that it was gluten free, and they're like, "Oh, you're eating?" Because I I have to eat gluten free. Like I get like I can technically eat it. I won't like go into shock or you know go to need to go to the hospital. It just breaks down my immune system, and I get I get I'll get sick. Um, or if I have too much of it, I'll get sick. But so they just thought I was like, you know, just great going crazy and getting wild on Thanksgiving. But no, I was making it with gluten free pasta. <laughs> There's no way I'm making something and not being able to eat it. And for years they thought it was regular freaking pasta because you can't tell the difference, <laughs> which you really can't. And once you start switching it, you're like, oh, you can't even go back to the regular stuff. It tastes it tastes different because the quality's not the same. So start looking at that. What are you look what are you eating? What is the quality? Can you actually change it and make a switch like that, right? Simple switches, like the cookie I mentioned, simple switches. Look in your pantry. Are there foods that you don't want to stop eating? You don't necessarily have to, but can you elevate them? Can you elevate them 
so that you're eating something that is making you thrive, giving you energy and bringing you to a point where you want to be instead of like, okay, I'm eating this, but I feel really bad about it, right? Like, no, you shouldn't, right? And you also want to think about like the people in your family. It takes a little time. It's not going to be overnight, but just start slowly switching it, slowly figuring out, okay, what can I switch out and what can we do to elevate the snacks, to elevate the processed foods in our house so that we don't have any of these things, right? Um, like, for example, I I don't keep any dessert stuff in my house. I know myself. I know that I love sweets. It is, it's one of my weaknesses. <laughs> so I don't keep it in my house. I don't keep anything like that because it's, it, there's no point. And when I do want it, I'll just get, like I said, the cookies or I'll get like, I'll go to a bakery here called Unrefined um, and I'll grab something there. I'll grab like a cupcake or a cookie and that's it. It's done, right? And there's zero guilt around it. Zero guilt. I just eat it and I move on with my day, right? So when you do this, when you do the intuitive eating and you start paying attention, you start you start to have start having a love of food again and feeling that you're not getting restrictive and that you're you're actually feeling better. So I'm gonna start wrapping up. I hope this this helps you change your mindset on diets and why I really do think um, getting into the diet culture, it does suck. And most people will get stuck in there and then they they never actually get to the point where they're living a healthy lifestyle because they they haven't learned to love the food and the diet they're on. So if you need help with that, I'm more than welcome to to help you out, out with that. Um, you can join my Facebook group where you can ask questions and you can I can give you a little bit more guidance. It's Happy Health with Amy Cataniel. The the link is in the show notes of this podcast. You can do that and we can actually get you to learn to love food where you can have a diet where you're you're eating a cookie, you're eating ice cream, you're eating these things every once in a while, but you're also on a, on a day-to-day basis eating foods that make you thrive. So I hope this was helpful. I hope we, we learn to start paying attention and not having shame and guilt and, and learning to listen to your body when it says, hey, I want to eat this, you can eat it, but um, basically training your body to to get to the point where it, it actually craves vegetables. <laughs> it craves foods that will make you stronger. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.